Hump Day Quickie's Swingers Confessions is intended for mature audiences only and contains explicit language and sexual situations. This is not intended as any professional advice. Welcome to Hump Day Quickie's Swinger Confessions. Here in the sex apartment, we share our own sex-positive stories and welcome our friends to open up about their experiences in the ethically non-monogamous lifestyle. Dominic and Ariel return to share their struggles with finding lifestyle connections in a new city. The good news is their friends from home like to visit and we hear about a few sexy experiences at Disney hotels, as well as a couple of fun trips to Secrets Resort. And we're back in the sex apartment. Once again, coming back, welcome Dominic and Ariel. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Welcome, welcome. You may remember them from back in episode seven and eight of season two, a little more than a year later. Good time to have you swing by and uh, catch up a little. Yeah, it's been a while. One of the reasons why it has been a while is because you guys moved away. And I, <laughs> I was intrigued of the idea of how challenging it is being in the lifestyle, having a community where you're living, and then moving into a new area. Very difficult. <laughs> when you're an adult, it's so hard to make friends as it is. And then trying to make friends in the lifestyle, it's, I feel like even more difficult, mm-hmm. especially when you have established friends mm-hmm. where you used to live. So we never used any of the sites. We always local clubs built our friendship there with people for years. And then upon moving, it's all taken away. Yeah. yeah. We still obviously keep in contact with friends here and we see them. It's been challenging. And then she's had to come out of her shell a little bit more to approach people and talk. As she nods her head. (laughs) Let's get caught up then. How has the lifestyle been treating you for the last year or so? It was slow at first. Yes, very. We didn't go to our club for months and then we decided to check it out. It was one of their slow nights and we literally sat at the bar talking to the bartender all night. That is a slow night. That's a very slow night. So we were like, oh, I don't know if we're ever going to come back here. We did end up going back, I'd say a couple months after that. We were like, let's try this again. And it was better. We went to one of their more popular weekends and it was crowded. It was packed. It's very, very different from the club that we're used to here. It took me a long time to talk to people. Yeah. Well, I remember watching you guys at the club here and (laughs) saw you for years. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly the same. It was like starting all over again. I don't want to push her out of her comfort zone. So it's working at her pace and it's like resetting again back Mm -hmm. to where we were. They have pool parties and whatnot. And we hadn't gone to the pool party until I think this year was our first pool party we've ever gone to. And still not using the sites or anything down there, just sticking to the club? So when we went down there, we tried the club. And since we were not lucky enough with meeting anyone the first few times, we turned to the sites. First, we signed up with SLS. It seems to be more popular up here than it is down there. Mm. No real luck. Found out about SDC. Joined that one. Have more luck because they put other parties on there. Yep. You join it. A huge chat. You talk to people and whatnot before. And that's... That seemed to work out a little bit better uh, with that. So we'll at least meet people, but never really any like, play. 
Would you describe the lifestyle scene as different? Yes, I would say it's a lot different down there. Interesting. Um, at least from my perspective, it seems to be a lot more open in the sense of everyone just flaunts everything, throws it out there. Really? Uh, yes. And it might be because they're more confident. Most people have nice bodies and stay in shape, but they still click up most of the time where you have your clicks that you stick with and you yeah. don't want to like get in there. And there was someone talking about it on Facebook group of how do you approach groups? They said it depends on how the group is structured in the sense of if everyone has their back like making a circle it makes to where they're putting out the don't bother us mm-hmm. if a couple or anyone wants to be approached they should not have their back facing people they should both like stand side by side so if everyone's open then it makes the group look open where people feel more comfortable to walk in interesting so it's a different perspective because usually we'll sit there talking to each other and nobody will really really approach but i'm like okay i guess if we're facing each other it looks like we're closed off versus sitting side by side staring out like at a pool party would come to us and talk to us. Hmm. So it was just a dynamic on how they see things. That's a really interesting point that I hadn't thought of. And when I think about that, I look at the club here and how people get in groups and they make circles to talk. And we always hear like, oh, I saw you with a group. I wanted to say hi, but I didn't want to interrupt. And it's like, okay, is the dynamic that we're putting out, obviously not intentional, Mm -hmm. that we're closed off. We're just a group versus if we were just standing sort of so everyone could hear each other. But it does, I guess, give the perception that we're closed off. We're our own little group. Makes a good point. Given that, how have things progressed? We've only played one time at the club. Most of our time in the lifestyle the last couple of years have been with friends that have flown down. We get more play coming back. (laughs) Um, And it's the comfort level with friends that we know and whatnot. But we did meet a nice couple. Actually, it was one of the single guys that goes there that introduced us to this couple. And we all hit it off. It was our first experience just like two or three weeks ago. It was our first experience in their playroom too. How's that different from local playroom step one you cannot go in unless you're completely naked so you have to put a towel on and you have to run a locker and put everything in there they will even go as far as to make you take your smartwatch off just in case it has a camera on it wow when you walk in they only have the four private rooms and a giant room that has giant beds looks like four beds together it's like walking into the set of eyes wide shut Okay. So you walk in and it looks like four mattresses all put together. There's this giant player in the middle and there's stuff on the sides and whatnot. And everyone's just standing around. Some people are playing. So we walked around looking for a room and we ended up finding one that had another couple in it. It was two beds, but the door was open. We knocked asked if we can come in. Five of us went in there. We stayed on our side. So now you said the five. So that means the single guy who introduced you tagged along yes, as well. Yes, he did. All right. So he came in now with There's us. that smile. I'm <laughs> the two that were there left. It wasn't really too much at first with the five of us because it was just one like twin bed. Mm-hmm. So when that couple wow. left, we closed the door real fast, locked it, <laughs> and we're like, now we have it to ourselves. That went pretty well. Then let's dig into some stories of people flying down or uh, you flying back up here. Let's get some highlights. We've had like you could talk about them all. I don't mind. (laughs) Like Disney trips, obviously. Uh, There was the Disney trip, the wedding, where everyone came down and we played with before. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was with. uh, Echo and Falcon. And you guys were also down there before with another couple. Yep. Sadly, Nessa wasn't feeling well. <laughs> you, let's talk about that night. Let's, let's dig into that one. <laughs> so, yeah, I was looking forward because it had been a while since we had played and she wasn't feeling well. Give you kudos. You tried to, to <laughs> toughen up and you tried to stick with it, but uh, you could look on your face and mm. it took a while to start. Yeah. And I could just see you're like, I am, I'm done. <laughs> I need to go lay down. 
know. And then she gave her permission for G to yes. enjoy yes. himself. And I said, First Please. time that I was able to go off my own. Please yes. go play. Yes. No, I was I Don't was very hesitant you. going, ah, do I do what He's remember? like, is this a test? <laughs> so no. he got the permission and Lacey, she was getting ready. And so it was three on one essentially. <laughs> and I said, just go ahead, you two go. All, like it was getting late. I'm like, just get started while we wait. It didn't take long before she got in there, but yeah, it was an interesting night. Thought G was gonna drown. It, it was close. <laughs> it was very close. Lacey does have the waterworks going. That is for sure. Well, when you broke out the plastic mat, uh, yeah, you, knew, I, like you, you came prepared. Oh, yeah. He knew, yeah. I wasn't going to ruin any of those Disney beds. That's that's rude. So. Ariel had a, an interesting night. All day at Disney, I was getting texts from Red talking about the things he wanted to do to me when we got back to the room. Mm-hmm. He was very excited. And then when we got to the room, I went down on him, and it was probably 10 seconds and he was finishing oh boy it was more funny but i think it was like the excitement yes it it built up all day day long so it was the the build-up well that or you have the most fantastic blowjob i mean they are spot on (laughs) yeah it was interesting because it was don't sell yourself i know i was gonna say i mean maybe it was you It was it was a little outnumbered. It was three of us, three men and two women. Yep. So I was like, I'll just sit back and watch. Yeah. G was being waterboarded. <laughs> and now to be clear, I did tell her, hold off, don't come yet, just wait. And she didn't want to. So yeah. So he was being waterboarded. Ariel was going down, and I'm just sitting there, and I think I look over at G while all this was going on, and I hear already I'm like what and it was just one of those things you're just like what, what just happened you know like what happened what already no and i'm like so, so what are we talking about i will say the scene was very hot so yes. i and i have been there many a times myself so yeah. i get it no yeah it's, it's the build-up you know yep. yeah. you, you see this yeah. going on your partner is really enjoying themselves mm-hmm. you okay. built this thing up in your head yeah Something happens and you're like, oh, you know, you, you go full yep. napkin pie yep. on it, you know, yep. it just, it happens too fast. Like, okay, well, it was just, you know, it was a funny situation and it happens to everyone. There's no reason to like feel bad, but it was just an interesting way to start things. Yeah. After it happened, she said, oh, he'll still stay hard. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. So then at that point. It was you and Lacey with her bent over and then Ariel was getting oral from Red. And then eventually, I think it was you who said for me to get up and put my my dick in Lacey's mouth. Yep. So I did that. And then. Sounds like a very G thing to yeah, say. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, he like, because she was being loud. He's like, just He's stick like, your dick in her mouth. You- yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's exactly what it was. It was very loud. And well, we are at a Disney hotel. So let's. Right. There's children <laughs> yep. close by. So that- we had the room on either side. So it was okay. But still yeah. the hallway was right there. And <laughs> then eventually Red was done. And then G went with Ariel. And I went with Lacey. See, here we go selling ourselves short again because when you pulled your cock out and she said, oh my God, and <laughs> started sucking on that and then made the comment of, I need that inside of me. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> then I said, all right, here, I'm going to go over here. You guys have fun because I know shit's about to get wild over here. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember the exact how it all went, but yeah, it was yeah. something like that. Yeah. <laughs> It was weird because then since G had been doing more than me, obviously, he ended up finishing with Ariel. Yep. And then I'm like, uh-oh. And I'm looking around like everyone's oh. looking at me now. 
Oh, I'm the last man standing. Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> and everyone's just sitting there like, so I need to make this quick. Huh? <laughs> oh, we're, do- we're, we're finishing. And <laughs> I will say it was more you need to make this quick because as much late. noise as she was making with me, when you started fucking her, it was... Louder. Uh-huh. Oh, louder is an understatement. <laughs> well, it was just like, it was late. It was yeah. like, all right. And and it was I, I, late, I'm not yeah. a big, you know, everyone watch me. Kind yeah. of thing. I don't like to be the center of attention. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, all right, I need to finish this. <laughs> but she was audible. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's for damn sure. Mm-hmm. We had played with them one other time when we came back. Like shortly after that. She had been texting me directly that she wanted to feel my dick inside of her again. She was like, uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> How'd that go? It went better uh, than the first time. I'll, mm-hmm. I will say it definitely went better than the first time. Mm-hmm. So he redeemed himself. He some, did. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And okay. and I that's why I think like the first time was just the buildup. Yeah. That whole, oh. of the whole day, literally yeah. the entire day. Yeah. And then adult we got days are fun. I know. <laughs> How was your end? It went pretty good. She again was loud. We had towels this time. I, was I, I wasn't. I wasn't as prepared as you. <laughs> yeah. With see. Plastic sheets. But she had towels. Fucking amateur. Still- but I went and put a bunch of towels down. We did. We did request <laughs> extra towels in our room before they came over but we also used a sofa bed because i didn't we want did. my bed yeah. okay <laughs> good thank you see you we thought did. about you it thought ahead. Thought yes. ahead. well i was like that's what we did in disney was yep. the sofa bed just in case yep yeah so Whatever. i thought ahead with that i knew we would need it and uh yeah it was it was good he specifically like wanted a very specific finish oh of oh. me finishing in her mouth with like shoving her head down and she wasn't allowed to move oh Knowing okay. your size, How'd I don't know go? how that's going to yeah. go. <laughs> she did pretty good. Mm-hmm. Okay, and yeah, she he was che- he was cheering her on the whole time. <laughs> he was. He was like, it's, it's he's, just funny you know, me. he was like being that supporter. <laughs> yeah. And I've gotten plenty of videos from them that yeah, he's a very good supporter. Yeah. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. The people we've played with the most is Echo and Falcons. I was going to say, let's go back to Disney now. <laughs> so yeah we again well i think this was a different disney trip it was with echo and falcon yes your and, wedding uh, so that was your wedding echo and falcon came down to uh officiate our wedding yes and they have mentioned that they didn't feel right officiating a swinger wedding without actually having some interaction we had the kids with us so we couldn't really break away and I think you were texting trying yes. to figure out a way yeah <laughs> and there was no chance and that was the night before the wedding too and we had mm-hmm. to be up you were up at two o'clock in the morning starting to get yeah. dressed because the wedding, the wedding was, was 7 30 yeah. Yeah. yeah so let's hear that one yeah, we were invited over to one of the Disney hotels. We showed up. That was a pretty good night. That one, Echo had wanted to do like a long chain. So we ended up doing something where... That was were, my idea. You already, I knew someone's idea. <laughs> but it was... Credit, girl. <laughs> yeah. um, you were sitting on the couch. He was on his back. His wife was sitting on his face. You were riding him. Yes. And she was blowing me. Okay. So that was fun. Also very loud. Yep. She was very... <laughs> Can confirm. <laughs> she was very loud. We find out the next day... That your daughter. That would be my daughter. Yep. That the neighbors that were next to her room. She had actually gotten off the elevator and she said, your friends may want to be a little more quiet. And because you can hear them all the way down to the elevator. What Echo and Falcon didn't know, because they got there at a different time than the rest of us, because all the rest of us flew down together and he refuses to fly the airlines that we fly. (laughs) He had connecting flights instead of a direct flight. And we get down there. Everyone in the family was in the rooms nearby. (laughs) So yes. every single room down your hallway was family members. Of, Were all actually, the people yeah. attending the wedding. Yes. Yeah. The so. only one that wasn't there was my mother because her room got screwed up. So she was in a different wing. So everything was all right. 
But at least they know it wasn't us over there. They thought it was just them. They thought it was just them. Yes. Yes. But they didn't realize. Thank God we didn't find a way to make it there and have her come out of the elevator and hear that. Yeah, that would have been amusing. Next day would have been real interesting. Wait, we didn't find out until the next day. After the wedding. I think, yeah, you told us and it was like, uh oh. Oops. <laughs> Ariel can be very loud as well. Yeah. Can't confirm. So those two together, I'm sure it was. Yep. I was very surprised that she couldn't tell that there were two. Anyway, that's. That's what I I'm was not sure she too. was listening closely. Yeah, she just, I think she, she was heard the understood. noises and was like, yeah. oh, my God. <laughs> like, God, my dad's friends are so gross. <laughs> <laughs> if only you knew. It, it was a late and night. And it was like halfway through, we heard the door that somebody came in next door, in the room next door. So we kind of like stopped for a minute. <laughs> and I was like, do you know who's next to you? And they're like, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then we just kept going. Yeah, now we know. We Your brother out? was next to her I was going to say, yeah, I think it was my brother. Yeah. <laughs> he was probably out smoking at that point And then, yeah. <laughs> but he probably, he's not going to say anything. No. <laughs> like, Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> It was a long night. We had to be up early as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I was going to say, you had to drive home and then drive back. So yeah. We did, yeah. It was about a 35, 40 minute drive. Yeah. yeah. But we knew we had to be up early, get dressed. What are some of your other favorite moments outside of Disney hotels? <laughs> we've had Echo and Falcon come to the hotel here and we've been with them a lot, but I had never finished with her except for the last time we were with them. That was you know, fun and different. <laughs> I don't have to finish all the time. Sometimes I get hot really fast. I need to... 40 degrees in the room because once it gets started, it, it gets hot. That is for sure. Especially here. We have that issue here a lot. Don't look at me. Well, I'm somebody, I'm cold, I'm cold, I'm well, cold. Well, if you want me then to take my clothes so off, I can't be cold first. <laughs> well, well, sure, you warm up fast. <laughs> well, yes. And then at that point, you can change it. <laughs> We've tried many times to like find a single guy for her. Which we have had some single guy experiences since the last time we did this, we did not have any. So mm-hmm. we have had some since then. We had one last night. Oh. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, so we found a guy at the club. I started talking to him. Great personality. And we hit it off. And I was like, yeah, you want to go find a room? He's like, sure. So we get back there. I started sucking his cock. Then I got naked. And we started. And then like... Now, I saw a picture of your outfit. So I would have told you to hang on for that for a little while too. So I can understand why you waited. So then I, um, we got started, everything was going fine. And then it was like, all of a sudden he goes, I have a leg cramp. And I was like, oh, okay, you you can take a minute. Well, he didn't say that at first. So they like started in doggy. She flipped over under her back. They're going, going, going. And then he like sits back and it's like, he's trying to catch his breath. And he was like, no, you don't like fingers inside you. You like to be eaten out. She's like, sure. So he goes down on her. She comes, he gets up, he goes, I have a leg cramp. Okay. He's like rubbing on his leg, rubbing on his leg, but he reaches for his pants real fast. We're like, okay, this is weird. And then he's like stretching it out. I'll do the air quotes and whatnot. And next thing you know, he goes, I'm going to go take a lap. He puts his clothes on, like he's going to go walk it off. Never comes back. (laughs) It was the weirdest thing. We do our thing and then we leave. We talk to people and whatnot and we're getting ready to leave and we see him still there. We thought he just left. Right. No, he was still there. and He didn't even like want to make eye contact with her. Oh, boy. No, it was really weird. And you didn't say anything to him? You didn't stop him or anything? Well, I did. I walked up to him and I was like, oh, maybe next time. And he's like, yep, yep. And then I like put my hand on his back and I was like, he's so sweaty. I don't get it. I don't know what happened. Mm. We've never had that happen before. With ED medication, you get very, very, very warm. So it would not surprise me. Yeah, he was a younger guy, too. Mm-hmm. But they all hear yeah. about it and they all, everybody yeah. wants oh, to yeah. take and it. And they so. think they need it. 
Interesting. Because he's like, did he just come? And he was like embarrassed that it was like quick. Yeah. Or is it that he lost it and couldn't get it back up? That was also strange. I don't think I've ever had a guy like stop in the middle of it and want to eat me out like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The way everything was going. It was just an odd time to ask for that. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it could be something like that. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't even think about that. Especially if he was that sweaty later. That's yeah. Very likely. Yeah. Hmm. I just run naturally hot. My I was going to say. My normal body temperature is like You're. 99, 995. So that's mean average. So when I get it up, you know, I'm sitting there like 103, 104, running hot. We were like, well, we're not going to wait for him forever. So we right. just, we finished. Yeah, it was very weird, which we understand. Like it's happened with that couple we had at Secrets. The guy was, it just wouldn't work for him, mm-hmm. which understands it's new people, nerves. Yep. Maybe they, I don't know if they've ever went back there. She understands. She's like, I get it. It happens sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you lose it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yep. and I understand. I'm like, I get it. Condoms, dude. If you're always used to none, and then you have to put them on, throws you off because it doesn't feel the same. I get it. Yep. Yeah. She could deep throw. <laughs> it was, she like, was, it was impressive. Like no gag no, reflex no at problem. all. Well, it was earlier. They were saying things, and she was like, "Yeah, I don't gag on anything." And I looked over. I said, "Challenge accepted." Yep. <laughs> And it was just a joke after like yes. meeting them for like the first two minutes because somehow it came up. So I decided to say it. It came up. Just to be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, she did. No problem. She had me like stand up and she just took it all and was just staring at the whole time. Wow. Like all the way down. Like she probably could have put my balls in her mouth too. Jesus. Oh man. You mentioned you've had some single guy experiences. What has been your favorite? There's one guy we had come back several times. He was fun. Apparently he came back a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but mostly it's hard. We try to find them on like SLS and SDC and they're so, yes, I want to meet up. We'll meet up at the bar. Either they don't show or they just ghost us. We make plans and they'll cancel day of. And then we'll be like, okay, you know, things happen. Let's try again. And then they cancel again. again. Uh, yeah. So you're like, okay, blocked. Done. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's and, been the experience even with couples. We'll, yeah, we'll set things too. up. It's just yeah. like, yeah, let's meet up. Okay. Your day comes and we're like, oh, you're still on. You know, we're going to start getting ready here soon. And then nothing. There's even men single girls. Same yep. thing. Like, yeah. I don't know what the deal is. On the websites, there are a lot of people who are going through the motion just to get that energy and sexual buildup from that and not actually intending to meet. Yes. The bonus of a club website is that that is a site designed for people that attend the club regularly. Mm-hmm. Paid and for a membership. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You're going to get a lot more people that are open to meeting because they've already signed up on something where they go out in public. We do that. One of the cool things about the club down in Florida is that they do room crawls because since it's a resort, they'll set up room crawls so people will stay in their rooms and have shots for people and you just go, at, usually it's around either seven or nine o'clock and you just go around and it's a great way to meet people. Yeah. We've met a lot of people doing room crawls or they have a Facebook page set up where you can talk to people. They also have with SDC, if you RSVP to the party, you automatically get brought into this group chat. So, so anybody going to that party is, yes. is in this group chat. Which, so that's really that's nice. cool too. Yeah. So you can like talk to people and... That's where they usually set up the room crawls is in there. Yep. Okay. Somebody usually coordinates it. They put all the list in there and then at the end, like... Right before the party, they'll post it. Like, we're starting here at nine. And Here's the order that we're going to go. Yep. Nice. That's really nice. Yeah. That's really fun. Now, it sounds like things are starting to move in the right direction by you finding your club in Florida mm-hmm. and kind of finding a space where you guys enjoy 
meeting people because you've had a, what I understand was a really great experience with mm-hmm. a couple in the playrooms and you're kind of just like inching towards that. Absolutely. But I feel like that was that kind of follows how you guys are as it, your dynamic has always been a little bit of a slow burn yeah. type of uh, approach. And I'm hopeful that, you know, when we come back the next time, we'll get some really fun stories that are Definitely. more stepping outside your comfort zones and stuff. Yeah, me too. Because I want to hear, you know, I find it very interesting to hear how other locations have kind of different setups when it comes to the lifestyle and you know you're going to meet totally different types of people and I know when we were in New Orleans just the environment of having so many people come from so many different places and you could tell that everybody's approach was very different yes we're very lucky here with our club being the atmosphere that it is that it's run by somebody who supports an atmosphere that's not only like sexy, but also brings out people's ability to be social with one another. And you kind of have like lots of different angles that it's approached that way. But it's interesting to hear how Florida, where I would think that you would have, I don't know, a similar type atmosphere because you would it's interesting that, people, that everybody's so open first. Yeah. But. I think it's the club because there's also another club there that we hear about that is like the one up here. Mm-hmm. That okay. is the same structure, the same everything. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't been there yet. It seems to be that there's three different types of clubs there um, that are the three main ones in our general area that people go to and they all have their own thing. Yeah. It's just the just one that's closest to spot. us yeah. is the one that's the resort style. Have we hit all the kinky stores? I think there's that many yet. Like It feels like we're now opening up more while we're down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like we had a really good time this last time. Uh, we didn't really do anything, but we met a lot of people. I decided to say... Let's just, instead of trying to keep approach people, the whole closed off mindset of how people stand, we just went up, bought a bottle, went into VIP, and we're just waving and bringing everyone up. And that single guy from the previous night was there that interested the couple, and he would just go out since he's so personable. He Mm -hmm. said he never plays there, really. He just goes there and hangs out and drinks and meets people. So he knows a lot of people. He's just grabbing random people and bringing them all up. And I was waving people up and whatnot and offering free drinks, and we ended up meeting a ton of people. We did. Um, that night. Yeah, we had a, like a bunch reach out and like friend us and things like that. We did end up going back to a room with a couple invited us back. Three couples. And there were three other, us three. and then three, two other couples. Three. Three other couples. And the single and the guy. Single guy. <laughs> okay. So we all get invited back and we're like, okay, cool. Let's see what happens. It, it one was, couple left. What happened? They left pretty quick. Uh, where is... We'll be, we're going to go back to the room for a minute. We'll be back. Yeah. And we're like, yeah, well, they're not going to be back. It's time to go talk. (laughs) Well, he told He just watches. Yeah. The the single guy told us their dynamic is that basically he likes to watch her with other men. And we got that from the whole dance floor, her having a guy go down on her right on the VIP area Mm -hmm. while he watched. So Mm -hmm. we're like, okay. They left and we're like, all right, whatever. Now we're down, you know, down to six people or seven. And it was just two girls. One of the couples, I think they're both semi-new to the lifestyle, mm-hmm. and the girls were just kissing. Mm-hmm. Never went beyond that. It went for about half hour. Just them kissing. Wow. And I'm like, <laughs> it's, it's pretty late. I'm like, it's almost two in the morning. And the one girl's boyfriend goes, well, I can read the room. Yeah. And it's their room. And he's, it's like, their I can room. he's like, I can read so the room. And I'm gonna... like, I can see as well. They're not even waving anyone over. Right. They're not trying to get anyone else involved. And then involved. eventually, like, the one girl's husband did the one they're very new, very new and wave. And he came over and like, he pulled her panties off and we were like, okay, here we go. Right. More, this is, this is where it's going to start. 
and then nothing. And we were like, okay. And then the one girl's like, you guys are about to see a show. And we're like, <laughs> or we're waiting. <laughs> and action. And it seemed like nobody else was interested. In, it just didn't, we didn't, everybody else kind of felt. This, we're going to do a show, which show. is girl, girl. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. The one girl who was involved, she wanted me all night. She was talking about, you know, doing stuff. But I was like not interested in her husband at all. And so I just kind of like let them do their thing. And then finally, we all look at each other. I look at him and I'm like, you ready to go? Yeah, it was like, like 45 minutes yeah. now. And I'm like, this isn't a show. So we're like, okay, we'll see you guys later. And we walk out. The single guy follows us. Hey, where are you guys going? <laughs> and because he was feeling the same way. We ended up leaving, all three of us. And ended up, I sucked his dick in the parking lot. And then he gets a text message. He gets a and then the phone call. Oh yeah, phone call from the one husband who was like, "I can read the room." Uh huh. And he goes, "I don't want to be in here anymore." He left. He left the room. The husband. The yes. husband left. Left his own room. He left his own room with his girlfriend with the other girl and her husband. Which I don't know if he just left. Yeah, the one husband just left. Just left. Or the one boyfriend was just like, "I I can't be in here anymore." No place for me here. I yeah. guess. <laughs> And he just leaves, like, I need to get out of here. I'm like, and he asked, are you still with them? Yeah. With us? And he's like, yeah, but they're getting ready to leave. Because I think this, I think he said, like, nothing's changed. They're still just doing the same thing. Same thing. And we had already been gone, what, a half hour? Another half hour, yeah. So like an hour and 15 minutes of just, yeah. I was like, yeah, I I can't. I'm like, if the husband's leaving, it's not much of a show. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Even a show he wants to watch. Because he was interested, I know he was interested in me too. So I think he was trying to see if something was going on for real. (laughs) Somewhere. Do you think that's somewhat having to do with it being a resort type setting where maybe people are like really loving the sexy vibe of things, but they're not really like all in on lifestyle. They like the topless resort. They like being able to be sexy all night long. I think even attracting people's attention and getting hit on. Absolutely. But not necessarily the full. I think it's the attention. Mm -hmm. I think it's a lot of people there where I say they're very open, but they're not open with regards to doing the actual. Yeah. Yeah, It's just the, I'm hot. I know I'm hot. You all can't have me, but tell me I'm hot. But yeah, exactly. But chase me all around all night. We get a lot of those couples at the busy nights at our club. I want you to make sure that you see me that I'm hot. Exactly. And I want you to say that I'm hot, but I have no intention on doing anything. I'm exclusive with this person, but I just want everyone to gawk at me all night. And I'm just wondering if like resort type locations see more of that because that's just... A place where you can a do place that. where you can be yeah. open and free, but you don't make that commitment to. Yeah, I uh, believe that. I mean, a lot of people compare secrets to hedonism. Mm-hmm. People just like that environment of mm-hmm. being nude in front of everybody and having that freedom. But then for people but, like you who are local and want it to be more of a club atmosphere or a place where you can meet other lifestylers, I've, I can see how that can be a real struggle for you guys mm-hmm. because now you're like, well, oh, here's these people, you know, just the pretty faces who want, you know, to have a fun, sexy nightclub. But mm-hmm. there's a couple that puts on events in Orlando and in N. They just put on events to meet other people. There's no like, like a meet rooms and greet or and anything. Yeah. And they rent, they it's rent in out a bar. bar. Yeah, they rent yeah. out a bar. Yeah. It's a private bar. It's a speakeasy, so you have to know the password to get in. They have to vet you. So someone has to vouch for you. They vet you to make sure how long have you been in the lifestyle, what are you looking for, so on and so forth. Single guys are absolutely restricted unless they're personally invited. Okay. With um, another couple. Yeah. Um, and they do that. And it's, there's no playing. 
but go there. They have a change room if you want to dress something sexy, but you are in downtown Orlando. Okay. It is indoors. There's three clubs together that they have. You can walk between all three of them. And they like put curtains up to block the windows from the people on the street. Okay. So it's cheap alcohol Mm -hmm. uh, and it's a great atmosphere. They're very nice, but it's a great way to socialize and meet people who are in the lifestyle to go and see if there's a connection without any type of pressure to play on site. That's good. I like that. Mm -hmm. Sounds fantastic. I would sign up. Yeah, they do. (laughs) They do the parties once or twice a month, I think. Some of that, yeah. That's cool. And then they have a winery that they're partnering with that they put on their own private events Mm -hmm. where they rent out the back area of the winery that they put couches and whatnot so that you can play back there. It's their VIP area. Okay. But that's very rare. They do it because the winery, that's it's, mar- what, it's yeah. whenever the winery doesn't it's have not like busy. a wedding. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. It's, it's like the room where the bride gets yeah. ready. Yeah. Most of the events are downtown and we actually are going there on September 30th for, uh, ironically, again, another school boy and school girl party. <laughs> <laughs> Secret school boy party was last weekend too. Yeah. So it's like, they're having another one this weekend. It's, I think it's, it's all the back to school. Yeah, time. It it's the time of year for it. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah. So we're excited to go to that. You would think that I wouldn't like a good schoolgirl, schoolboy, sexy party because I wore those things for real, the (laughs) plaid skirt (laughs) in real life all those years of my life. Maybe one of the reasons why I do like those parties. But it is one of my favorite parties. The schoolboy and schoolgirl nights are really one of my favorites. Could also be because I can get tied up to a desk and... Yay, Tommy, for those events. (laughs) Forced orgasm. Hmm. (laughs) Anything but that. But that's just me. So struggles with finding friends. It's hard enough to find adult friends, just outside of the lifestyle, in general, adult friends. And people don't do it. People hang out with their neighbors. Nobody goes to a bar and goes, oh, look at my new friends. It's neighbors and your kids' friends' parents. Yeah. And that becomes the extent of the people that you hang out with. If you're lucky. But (laughs) in the lifestyle, (laughs) we're building new friendships every week and... But we have been blessed to have the club website Mm -hmm. and have it be local to us, have the ability to meet up with people. That has really just paved the way for a lot of our friendships that we have built. It's a struggle. It's still a struggle. Even with the ease at which we can find people, we still have people cancel on us. Mm -hmm. We still have the occasional nervous person who is very awkward when you meet up and doesn't talk or doesn't interact right? We still have the same struggles. It's just that we also have opportunity to see a lot more success as well. Right. So we can forget about the struggles a little easier. But them moving to a city that doesn't have a club with the website that we have, right? them being a little less outgoing, I can totally see where getting your foot back in the door. I mean, hell, we saw them at the club for almost a year and a half before I finally made a comment to her about one of their pictures yep. that sparked a conversation. And then I saw her Disney tattoos and I was like, oh shit, look at that and instant friends. Yep. But we saw them week after week just come and hang out and sit at a table and struggle to open up and talk to people. I'm so grateful to have you in my life because you are the social person <laughs> between the two of us. You do step out of that comfort zone that w- at least my comfort zone to talk to people is that I'm not going to talk to people. <laughs> Unless Unless it's in the bathroom. uh, That's true, in the bathroom. That's where I really appreciate having such a great balance between the two of us is that you can bring the people to me and then I'm comfortable now opening up because it's more of a one-on-one rather than me having to put myself out there and talk to somebody. (laughs) 
know it sounds terrible, but, but I'm, I'm just naturally a more reserved, more introverted, shy type of personality. And I will say Ariel falls in that same boat. Yes. Kind of Dominic as well. But he tends to open up and will make that approach. But it's not the easiest thing. It's difficult. Even if you're not an introverted person, I think it's still difficult. So they tried Secrets the first time and it was dead. And they were like, all right, maybe we don't go back. And they didn't go back for almost a year. That's something I want to warn you guys listening about. Just because you show up at the club one night and it's empty or the crowd isn't quite what we were hoping for, don't quit on that club. Give it at least one more shot. See if you can pick something that's a different type of party that is something that would really interest you. And then the people that tend to go to that are going to be people with similar interests to you. Sure. Yeah. There's a good chance that if it's something that interests you, it's going to be a big party because those mass interest parties really do tend to be mass interest and draw well, those crowds. That or if you prefer maybe a slower night and you end up going to a night where it's crazy busy. I mean, the reverse is true, right? So Very maybe yeah. you go back on a slower night and maybe it's a totally different atmosphere, a totally different club. And don't be shy to ask the bartender, ask one of the bouncers, ask the person at the front door, hey, which parties are more popular or which parties don't have this many people? Tell them what you're looking for. They want you to come back. So they will let you know what's going to fit best for you. Had I have gone to our club on a slower night, I probably would have been in more of a rush to go back. But my first party was a humongous Halloween party. And I was like, holy crap, this place is packed shoulder to shoulder people. I don't know if I could do this every week. Weekend. Mm-hmm. And it's not like that every nope. weekend. So those, you know, it's kind of a nice change of pace. And we know when we sign up for different parties and different events, which ones are going to be a bigger event and which ones are going to be smaller. And it is nice to throw that smaller one in there from time to time or throw that really big one in there from mm-hmm. time to time because it's a totally different vibe every single time. We're going to the exact same place. Yep. So But I the smaller imagine- ones give us that chance to really connect with a couple or two and have that extended moment in time with them. While the bigger ones give us a chance to see all these people that we've met over the past year or six months and quick hellos and flirting and just have a fun night. Yeah. You brought up the difference between SLS, which is huge where we live, and SDC, which is bigger down south. And you really, getting into this, have to kind of get lucky as far as which websites you go to. And don't just look at one website and go, up, nobody here, and then give up. Explore the other apps, SDC, SLS, 3Fun, Field, Cassidy, FetLife. If you can find a lifestyle-positive website, give it a shot. Almost all of them have some sort of 30-day trial or something like that. And check it out. See if there are people in your area if it seems to be popular. And that is the one thing that is hard to tell somebody what to use because for us locally, we stick with our club site, but then anything outside of that, we try SLS, but it's always like a hit or miss. And that's what's popular around here, but it just depends on where you're at, where you live and what people use. It is a trial and error. Dominic touched on a subject that that was very intriguing to both of us. I think we both like eyebrows lifted. Huh, never thought of that. Yeah. And it was talking about simply put the stance that you choose to stand in while you're talking amongst your friends and what that portrays to outsiders or people who may want to be your friends. 
Mm-hmm. He said having that closed off circle stance definitely gives a put off of we're not accepting of new people. We don't want to talk to anybody else. We're here amongst ourselves. Now, there's been plenty of times that we've been in that stance, not on purpose, not because we are shoving other people out or trying to give off that impression. And I could understand how it would come off that way. We are very open to meeting new people. It just so happens that we would be standing in that stance because it was easiest to talk to one another and look at each other and that kind of thing. And that's the thing. In these groups, I mean, we have groups of six, eight, 10, 12 of us standing in a circle just talking amongst ourselves. Yeah. But at the same time, we're all head on a swivel looking for other people that we know or don't know or want to welcome in. Right. And making that eye contact saying hi as people are passing by. But he's 100% right. Yes. The nights that we are in a circle versus up against the wall, kind of hanging out in more of a line or semicircle. Right. When we're doing that, people approach us and want to be part of the fun group that we're having. Yep. When we're in that closed circle, people walk by, kind of wave, and then just keep going. And I had never, I was always thinking, we're laughing, we're joking, we're smiling to people, putting on the welcome front, yep. not thinking, ah, but there isn't that opening to come be part of this. Since we recorded, we've been to the club Mm -hmm. and I took the mental note and I remembered it as we were standing at the bar. So I put my back to the bar and then I was sad because I wanted to talk to the bartender. (laughs) (laughs) So it was like, oh, I don't know where to go. Where where do I put my back? Yeah. So, but it it was something that I took a mental note of and I was really aware of. I was paying attention to other people doing it as well. And even people that we know Mm -hmm. who are very clearly open to meeting new people as well, but they are giving off that stance of there's no place for a new person to come into that. Mm -hmm. So that's very unwelcoming from here on out. I mean, this is why I love doing the podcast. I love learning new things. And this is going to be one of those things that sticks with me. We actually went outside that night and we're hanging out at a table. Yes. And I made very damn sure to make sure the end of that table was open at all times and that as more people joined, we kind of fanned out yes. leaving Rather spots than closing for more tight. people. Yep. Yeah. And it worked beautifully, I must say. <laughs> so their first sexy Disney hotel <laughs> night, which I was very much looking forward to because we were going to Disney specifically for our food and cake tasting for our wedding. So this was a super exciting trip. It was an adult only trip. Yes. We brought along two of our friends, Red and Lacey, Mm -hmm. and we met up with Dominic and Ariel while we were there. I looked forward to this trip so much, but there were so many things that led up to such a sad departure for me because it was, we had eaten foods in the park that were probably, you know, the healthiest, but uh, I was trying to save my appetite for the food tasting. Then we get to the food tasting. We're eating all of this food at the food tasting. And then we got to take our cake back and our cake was like, we chose all these different flavors Mm -hmm. because I'm a sweet fruity flavor type person and you're a more chocolate rich savory type peanut person butter, peanut butter. It, yep. yeah so our our cake box was very yin yang type yep. thing and we opened that up and we we're trying to taste that and i was just like oh it all caught up to me and i did not feel good my stomach was just in knots and it was turning and i was like all i need is first one hard bang and i'm gonna be puking and this is not gonna be good and i tried me and ariel went out on the balcony i was trying to get some air trying to like let everything settle and it was late and i knew they were falling asleep on the couch mm-hmm. waiting for us to 
like come around to do something to play. I just felt terrible and I didn't want to not have anybody play just because I wasn't feeling well. I still wanted everybody to play and have a good time. So I was trying to gracefully step away and go lay down. And this was the first night I just said, gee, go have fun, please. I don't want to stop this. I struggled with this. Like she said, I was questioning, is this a test? Should I really be running back in the other room with you? Before things started, I actually went back into the room and said, are you sure I can call it a night and lay down here? And you were emphatic. Absolutely not. Get out there. Be the host. Yes. Be part of this. And I will give you that. You knelt down by the bed and you were very clear that you did not have to play, that this was not necessary, that you were there to take care of me and if I needed anything and all very sweet. But again, I felt it was just one of those things that I don't want to give up on the chance to have a sexy Disney night for other people Mm -hmm. just because I'm not feeling like I was perfectly okay sitting out and letting everybody else have their fun. I was super happy for you to be able to be a part of it. So this was an opportunity for everybody to have a fun adult Disney trip. I do want to make it clear that yes, there was a lot of excitement and back and forth text leading up to this moment, but not 100% on Red for coming as quick as he did. Spoiler alert, after we recorded this episode, we ended up back in the bedroom here and Ariel was giving me a blowjob while doing other things. While it wasn't 10 seconds, it was pretty damn quick she got me to come too. She does have some skill there as well. Yeah, you held up for like three minutes maybe. (laughs) Give or take. (laughs) And Red did make a recovery because as Dominic was banging the ever-loving shit out of Lacey, (laughs) doggy style, and we were across the room and in the splash zone, he picked up on the fact that she was being a little louder than was probably acceptable for 1.30 in the morning at a Disney hotel. <laughs> and he took his, now again, hard cock and stuffed it right into her mouth and made sure she wasn't screaming too loud. So thoughtful. It's very nice of him. They come back to town and meet up with Red and Lacey, where Red gets to redeem himself yet again. Yeah. And then at the end, requests a very specific finish. And they also talk about a moment with Echo and Falcon, where Ariel requested a very specific position of the chain. Mm-hmm. What's your opinion on specific finishes and positions and requests like during these processes? I say absolutely 100% yes. If there is to something you want to experience and you have a group of people that you know is down to experience what you may want to try, yeah. worst they can say is, eh, let's see if we can get to it. But odds are they're going to go, fuck yeah, great idea. Let's give it a shot. Isn't that what this is all about? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's having fun. It's pushing boundaries. It's trying things you want to try. And when else do you have four willing sexual partners in one space that you can try it out with, you know, or Or more, or more, (laughs) depending on what your setup is. But yeah, it's definitely the perfect time to ask for something you would like to see or try something out that you heard about. I love hearing about the position and then putting it together in my mind and then actually seeing how it plays out and Mm -hmm. seeing what the difference is between what the picture in my mind was versus what actually played out. It's a fun game. Is there any current positions or finishes that you haven't seen or want to see that are on your list? 100% very eager to try you and doggy style laying on top of me face to face while you're getting fucked from behind. That's right. This one just came up. uh, So high on my list. Yeah. Okay. So we had something similar to that at one point. Not you. It was me underneath Elizabeth while she was getting fucked doggy style by Nick. And she seemed to really enjoy that. As I have no doubt I would as well. (laughs) 
I've been in the position where the guy I'm with has not finished with me. Initially, when this happened, it was a little like questioning, oh gosh, was I not good enough? Was I not wet enough? What was happening? Why? Why? You know, so you kind of go through that motion of questioning. I was able to change my thinking after my time back when I was with Jim of Jim and Elaine. They were on the podcast. When we had our tryst He said to me that he hadn't perfected the art of coming with another woman other than his wife. It was in that moment. It was an aha moment. It was a light bulb, everything. I was like, you know what? I don't need to take this personally. This isn't about me personally not being able to make somebody come. Now, the people pleaser in me is definitely devastated. Like, yes, I want to see the finish. Yes, I want to see it all come to a head, if you will. (laughs) Or from. Or from a head, yes. But it was at that moment that I was like, okay, well, maybe they just need the comfort of the person they're with to come or maybe they just want to make sure that I'm pleased and they're happy enough just pleasing me and that does enough for them they don't have to come there's probably a whole plethora of reasons that can be going through a man's head and why they're not finishing but I've just learned not to take it personally I've learned to really just enjoy whatever happens I enjoy it from start to finish even if it doesn't finish and there's always the people who reconnect with their partner afterward and maybe they are a one and done and they are saving that for their partner. And that's absolutely okay with me. Mm -hmm. I absolutely loved the phrasing Jim used when he told me because it A, didn't hurt my feelings and B, it made a hundred percent sense. And I was like, absolutely go be with your wife, show her everything you've accumulated (laughs) over this time. And I was happy for that. I've just learned to take every situation as it is and not take the finishing part personal. Right. This kind of goes to their experience with the single guy Mm -hmm. who started complaining of leg cramps, got up, got dressed and quickly ran off. Yeah. While we don't know if he did come or didn't come, there's a chance that you were right. He may have come early and was like, all right, now what else am I going to do? Or he could have been in your boat. He could have been holding back, holding back. And like she said, maybe lost it and Mm -hmm. wasn't able to get it back at that point. And the other option is he could have taken ED meds and did cramp up and was getting hot and was dehydrated. So there are lots of things. And again, ladies, don't take shit personally. And I know it's so easy to say don't take shit personally, but. I think you have to go through a couple scenarios of it before it becomes something that's, oh, this isn't just a one-time thing. Because when it's a one-time thing, then all of a sudden, at least for me, I turn in on myself. What did I do differently? Because all of my other times have been this way. Mm -hmm. And now I'm comparing, you know, when it happens a couple more times and I'm like, okay, well, what am I doing now differently? Or I'm not doing anything differently in all of these situations that I had done the same in the past. So I don't understand. Maybe this is just a case by case scenario. I do want to call out that single guy for doing something really great, though. Well, he may have left the room and he totally handled that situation. Absolutely is 100 percent wrong. He should have just communicated that he needed to get some water or something cool off, whatever. He did take care of her. He did go down on her and he did finish her off. Mm-hmm. So he didn't just leave her high and dry waiting for you know an orgasm, laying on the bed, thinking he was coming back. So I do just want to point that out, maybe in his mind, and I'm not trying to like take his side. There was a moment in his brain of, I'm going to help her out. I'm going to get her to come. And then I got to get out of here. And he just didn't have the verbal skills to be able to exit the room properly, but he did the right actions. (laughs) Right. However, you just brought up a good point about women feeling a certain way that it's their fault or whatnot, which reminds me of the 
no-show single guys. I cannot emphasize this enough. You are taking your chances when you try to connect with someone without any certifications. Most of these websites have certifications or reviews that other people have left for this person. If you pick a single guy who looks amazing, is well, that's just too good to be true, there's a decent chance it is too good to be true and it's not a real person. If, however, you're going through and you click on somebody and go, oh, look, they have nine certifications. And you go read those certifications and click on those other couples that have certified these people. You know, odds are if this guy says he's on his way, he's going to actually show up. Right. And yes, if you only went to people that were certified, new people would never get to come in the lifestyle and all that. And odds are you might not even be certified at that point. So if they're thinking the same thing, it's going to be a problem. So yes, you can still go to people that aren't certified. But if you're struggling, find someone that's certified and you have a pretty good shot of knowing that they're going to be there. Right. Yeah. Put the odds in your favor. All this talk about secrets. Quick reminder, we will be at Secrets this weekend. (laughs) First time. September 22nd through 24th. We will be there and it is a Swinger Society event. Yes. Part of that Swinger Society event is a Friday night room crawl, which we are taking part in. We're still figuring out what we will be giving away as our drink, but it will be tasty, whatever it is. And I have been enjoying the taste tests. (laughs) So if you happen to be in the Orlando area or happen to already be scheduled to be going to Secrets. I know the hotel is sold out, but there are day passes available, and we will be there Friday and Saturday night. Stop by. Come say hello. We'll have a couple things to give away to some people if they're interested in anything. If you're a fan. If you want anything with hump day quickies on it or anything like that. (laughs) And I did promise Life of Spice I'd get her another shirt because she's been doing a wonderful job showing off her shirt that we gave her last time. And speaking of secrets, their moment that they were asked to come into a person's room along with two or three or however many other couples in the single guy. Yep. And the two women got on the bed saying, hey, we're going to put on this show. And they sat there for over 30 minutes watching these two women just make out. Yes. And not taking it to the level that they're used to seeing or wanted it to be or pulling anyone else in. Right. You really have to decide at some point, either I'm just going to sit here and watch and wait for someone to call me in, or we've been invited into this room while we haven't been asked to engage with the people on the bed. What if we start our own thing? That is the best way to handle that situation. Do a parallel play type of thing? Yes. If you're in somebody else's room, I think that's where it starts to get a little bit. Am I comfortable enough to just lay down on their bed and start doing this, even if it's parallel But the husband was there. Right. Maybe you say, hey, is it okay if we lay down and do our thing? Anybody who would like to is welcome to join us. Yeah. And to speak to the people, the girls on the bed, they may have been making out thinking, oh, we're getting everybody hot and excited, but they didn't know how to maybe make that next step to pull people in. There's a very real possibility that they didn't want anybody to join them either. Right. But in my mind, when you're at a resort and you may be newer to the lifestyle, you're not really sure how to bridge that gap. Okay, I'm comfortable with this girl and I'm comfortable with this girl girl play and I want something more to happen. But how do we go from this to then expanding it more? And sometimes that just doesn't happen. And then you have the awkward standing around for 45 minutes waiting for something to happen when nothing does. And that's where your recommendation of, hey, maybe we start playing pair parallel next to them. And we're not hurting anybody's feelings because we're not touching anybody else that doesn't want to be touched. And we're doing a show of our own over here. It's a touchy situation because you don't know what the reasoning is for just the girl girl without the actual communication. There has to be some sort of communication. And like you said, 
that one girl was very new. Maybe for her, she was very excited to take her clothes off and make out with another woman and go, look, sweetie, look at what I'm doing. This is our first step in. Right. And that may have been and enough could have for been her. enough. Yep. Yep. Could have been, that's where she was stopping for the night. And that's fine too. It's just makes for a very awkward situation when you have, say, the experienced couple in the room standing there waiting for things to turn the page and it's not moving and nothing's happening. Then you're kind of left with a, ugh, what do I do here feeling. And I kind of think that's where you have every right to say, hey, would anybody mind if we start playing with each other? Yeah. If everyone's all right with that, you throw out the, and you guys are welcome to join us if you would like, and off you go. Right. But just to stand there and wait for an invite that's not happening, even though there has been an invite to come to the room, if you want to proceed from there, it's okay to ask, hey, is this all right? And if the answer is no, the answer is no. And then you make that decision, either we stay or we go. You brought up a very good point also about club versus resort. Yes. I know from experiences at Temptation, where a lot of people go there because they like to be in a sexually charged atmosphere where they can be topless and walk around and have people look at them. Look how great I look and I enjoy turning and seeing somebody staring at me. But they don't want to play. Again, just like in any club or any other situation, you being there is not a requirement to play. You can play as much or as little as you want. So no shame to any of them. But you have an environment where you have not just the resort open to people traveling, but you have this resort open to locals. Mm -hmm. So now you have this dichotomy of people where you have these lifestylers who live around the neighborhood and are using this as their club versus the people who are traveling there for a sexy vacation, you know, topless vacation. Mm -hmm. They're there just to kick back, party, and not wear barely any clothes. So I feel like that can be asking for trouble when you mix the two because you have people who aren't used to a club atmosphere where maybe they're talking more, they're explaining more of what their dynamic is, what their situation is, how they play, if they do play, if they don't play. You know, and that way you don't get into somebody's room and find out oh, they're not really going to (laughs) play. It's two different mindsets in the same space. You're going to run into more struggles there. I agree completely. What has been your experience? Because I know you haven't been to Secrets, but you've been to Temptation and Hedonism. This is where communication is key. Throughout the day, you talk to these couples. At Temptation, it was a, hey, nice to see you guys here. Are you guys part of the lifestyle? Do you guys swing? Do you guys swap? What is your dynamic? What are you guys into? And it gives you that open line of communication to find out, oh, what's the lifestyle? We don't know anything about that. No, we just came here because it's topless. And it gives you that chance to make sure you don't end up in that, hey, do you want to come back to our room? Sure. With the assumption of you're asking us back to your room, of course you want to fuck. It could be, oh, come back to our room and watch my wife pose naked on the bed and ta-da and all right, thanks for coming. Right. You really have to have that open line of communication of what are you into? What are Before you head back in that room or the second you walk in that room, hey, what's everybody interested in? Right. Because clearly those two were interested in making out on the bed. If anybody else is interested in more, that's when you talk about it. And at Temptation, there were more than half the couples there that weren't into the lifestyle. But like I just said, throughout the day, meeting each other and taking time to talk and see what people are into is a fantastic way way to lead for success later, just like the meet and greet parties that they were talking about. Yes, those sounded really well put together and it sounded like a really great group. So I hope to hear they're utilizing that and that I'd like to hear some stories from those 
the next time we get together with Dominic and Ariel. Throughout this season, we are taking trips and going to different people's events. We're going to the Swinger Society event next week. We went to Naughty Nolens. We have another event coming up in January, hopefully. We're going to try to get to another event next spring. There are a lot of people hosting events. And takeovers and whatnot. Yes. You have Swinger Society and Swing Nation. You have Kate and Daryl. You have Brian and Brenna. I really don't want to get into the event hosting hotel takeover business. That's not our thing. We like to show up at events and have fun. Yeah, we don't want to make it our job. No, that, <laughs> that sounds like a whole hell of a lot we more love work to attend. than I want to deal with and headaches that I know. Yeah. Great job, guys. Keep it up. We will gladly come and hang out. Yes. However, we do love meet and greets. We do. And it's something we have found that we absolutely love doing locally here for the lifestyle community around us. We do them on a very small very three, small four, five, scale. six yes. couple scale where we take over a table at a restaurant. Right. As many as the restaurant will let us reserve a table for pretty much. Yes. And, and even and then sometimes, sometimes more. One, one Sorry, or two guys. more. <laughs> no chairs for you. <laughs> Did happen. What's your thought on starting to host larger meet and greet only events? I love the idea. I love the idea of getting a group of people together and hoping and crossing our fingers that some of them click and they can all go off and now everybody has new friends. That's been such a wonderful part of when we get groups together, seeing people that we actually had no intention of setting up. Turned out they found great friends in somebody they met at our meet and greet. So that just ultimately makes me so happy. I know you love being a little matchmaker over there too. So I would love to do it on a larger scale. Glad to hear you say that <laughs> because I think I have a couple ideas. So stay oh. tuned. We might be able to pull this off soon. Oh boy, soon. Nah, slow down soon. Yeah, I'm excited to see where this will go and hopefully new adventures. Ooh. Yay. Thanks for joining us for a Hump Day Quickie. We hope this brought you some midweek excitement. If you have your own confession you'd like to share with us and our audience, please call 844-4HUMPDAY and leave us a message. Can't wait to hear your sexy stories. 